Hello, absolute worldy listeners. Joel here, sans Kyle, for this little intro. It's only going to be a short one to introduce you to a watch-along episode. A watch-along episode about Wednesday night's game between Ajax Amsterdam and Tottenham Hotspur. We watched the game in the company of comedian, performer, producer, legend extraordinaire Joe Cullen, but I'll stop talking and let you have a listen to what was probably the most emotional night of my life and certainly of the Absolute Worldy Football Podcast. Enjoy! Not not about the guest, about the game. Why? Well, we've confessed previously that I am indeed a fan of the Tottenham Hale Football Club. Sorry, oh. Hotspur Football Club. Oh, we're going to go along. Oh, yeah, we're not going to pretend anymore. Uh, Joel mean, supports Tottenham. That's the thing. And we're playing Ajax. But before then, we should introduce the person we're watching Tottenham Hotspur play Ajax with, shouldn't we? That's the way this works. I've lost it already. Carl. He's right here. He's right here. It's Joe Cullen. Hello. I've, I've been here in the middle of you the whole time. No way. The magic Jeez. of radio. Just looking at each of you speak in turn, waiting for my moment. That's how That's how this ends up being. The thing that ne- no one will ever know until we start videoing these podcasts is that, is that <laughs> our guests often just watch me and Carl like we're playing te- like like head tennis. But Joe, you mustn't feel like you can't interrupt us because please just jump in. Otherwise, we tend to talk forever. Okay. I've, that was I waited for you to stop and then... <laughs> Started speaking, which is absolutely the opposite of Good what etiquette. you asked me to do. Great I know etiquette. it is. Nice. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much for inviting me. How are you? I'm I'm very well. Um, so, uh, well. as you may be aware, as a as a loyal, absolute worldy football podcast listener, I am. Uh, we ask our guests uh, a couple of things. Yes. The first thing, Joe, and it's probably the most important question you'll ever be asked. Yes. Is what is a worldy? Don't know why I did what. What is a worldy? <laughs> I have. Well, I have listened to every episode of this podcast, despite being somebody who knows nothing about football and cares not about football at all. So I've heard lots of answers to this question. And the first thing I thought of when I tried to think of what I think a worldie was, was that, and this is, again, coming from somebody I never watched football, that moment Gareth Bale where he, like, flipped up to oh, the overhead yeah. kick Superhuman. Thing, that's an obvious one. But that made me think of the moment when Pele does that in Escape to Victory, which oh, was really nice. cool, which he apparently nailed in one shoot. And that's not, not real world football, worldy, but fiction football. Fiction. But it's based it's based on that episode, the uh, the Ukrainian yeah, the death match, death match that you did an episode on. Yes, or loosely based loosely on, based on, on that. that. But also, if he actually did it without you know pirates, pirate, pyrotechnics, you know special effects. <laughs> then that's, oh, um, that's still. A worldy. He still did it, and he did it in one take, by all accounts. Yeah. And yet, Michael Caine needed to have a leg double. In that what? film, because he, does was, that work? he was described as so abysmally atrocious at football that they had to just get a leg double for him at a professional he football player. He doesn't have player. to do anything. So there must be lots of shots of just legs playing football. Then I think there are lots of shots. Yeah, Brilliant. I haven't seen it for a while. Can I, I make a confession? Are... I've never seen Escape oh, to Victory. I think I, it's it's a, one of those bank holiday films. Is that got Sylvester Stallone in it? It has Sylvester Stallone as the goalie, and he. I remember. I he said. Uh, 
it should be me scoring the winning goal. In this in this football match, it should be me scoring the winning goal. And they had to describe to him how rare it is for goalkeepers to score, yet yeah, let alone score the, the winning goal. But this is the man that wrote Rocky. You know, he, yeah. he knows how to write. It was just after Rocky. Yeah. He was like, I'm the star of this film. I know how to write a script, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I know to write an Oscar-winning script, Oscar-nominated script from nothing. I'm sliced alone. I have to score the winning goal, and then I have to... You know, finish the war off and win the war. It's, what, <laughs> just talk me. What's the 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 pretext is that they're escaping, but the way they're going to cover their escape is a football match. I think the football match is the catalyst for the idea to escape. I think the football match. Max, Max von Sydow basically is like, I'm a Nazi, but I love football. Let's <laughs> That's a famous, have some famous famous quote, famous quote from, famous quote from, from history. Um, <laughs> he said, "Let's let's do some football," and then I think. Sylvester Stallone character says, "Well, might as well, might as well dig through the pitch." Well, yeah, I can't remember the complete. Oh, so they escape after the game through the pitch. I wish Soft I could. Turf. I love the idea that while they're all celebrating in the middle, everybody's just dug into the goal. <laughs> and but it's just, a POW camp, right? It is. Yeah, I believe so. So I'm going to neatly segue this into your footballing memories. Is Ooh. this one of your footballing memories? Yeah, escape to victory. Escape to victory. <laughs> I suppose it is. Yeah, I was trying again. As somebody who never really played football, I think my earliest memory of relating to football from my life is my brother watching football and really enjoying himself and me turning the TV off as the evil older brother saying, no, I don't like football. I like dressing up. No football. So, um, would, he get, like so would he then be like, OK, I'll dress up then? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he likes dressing up a little bit. But I, because I asked my mum, I said, do you remember what my earliest memory of football is, mum? And uh, have you got any photos of me just as, because I fairly sure I was a ball boy at Yeovil Town with my brother and my brother then went and hang, hanged out, hung out with the um, the mascot and got knocked uh, not knocked out but knocked over by he got kicked in the head with a football by one of the Yeovil Town squad when he was like four or five or something I don't know um, so I was yeah but I said mum what's, what's my earliest memory of football is there any pictures of me dressed up um I like, the fact, I, like the, yeah, I like the fact that even though, <laughs> even though you were asking about football, you still somehow managed to link it back to dressing up. Mum, did I ever dress up as a footballer? That's, that's all she... I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, yeah, but all she could find was pictures of me dressed up as the lion from The Wizard of Oz and similar uh, fictional characters. Performer from a young age, were you, Joe Cullen? I think that is fair <laughs> to say. My mum once told me... Um, I'm just going to talk about my mum a lot, That's guys. great, let's do it. Um, my mum once told me uh, that when I was at primary school, I used to get home from school, go upstairs, put my tights on, ready for... Because me and my dad did Amdram, and I wanted to wear my tights to go and deliver the post with my dad. Because my dad would come home from work, he's an accountant, uh, he would come home from work, and then we'd walk to the post box and deliver our posts. And I... Th- Hang I th- on, I th- what I th- wanted... Oh, his accountant His accountancy post. Post. Oh, oh, weirdly, Kyle and I both went to the same place then, by looking at Kyle's face, which was that your dad was an accountant who dabbled in being a postman. In the, the evening. In the evening. In the <laughs> no, evening, but he did... He did the evening post run with his son dressed in tights. Yeah, he you did... painted <laughs> He did dabble as the panto dame. Oh well, I was God. a kid. So, so hang on, can I ask? Are you putting the tights on because you're like, hurry up, Dad, with the post, or want to get to rehearsals? I want to get to rehearsals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're just comfortable in tights. I am comfortable. Yes, I wear tights almost every day yeah. at the moment. At Joke. Work. Yes. Back to Yeovil. Is that your hometown? It is. It is my hometown. Yeah, I grew up in a village just outside, but uh, that's my you hometown. Remember, can you tell us some memories of Hewish Park? <laughs> Hewish Park. I have a very distinct memory that I may have also made up because it seems a bit ridiculous of watching. <laughs> 
uh, Yeovil Town when I was very young, but they didn't play two halves. They played three thirds, like three 30 minute sections because the team, I presume, weren't fit enough to do two 45s. But right. that may not have been the first team. It could have been pre-season. We're going to do some been... research. I'm going to look into that during the game. The three-thirds game. Yeah. The, the, the three... The, yeah. the classic. Was it a youth game, maybe? It could have been. Do you know what? I, I was so young, I have no idea. I like to think that it was the first team of Yeovil Town. <laughs> um, Can we have a break, please, Beth? <laughs> Can you reorder the rules <laughs> of the game? We are puffed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me from the, the state of the... I don't follow football, but I was chatting to my brother quite a lot yesterday ahead of this episode just going like what's Yeovil doing are they alright are they good at no, football did he now tell you? he said they are not they, they had got... 16 years in the they were the... hey they were the... they are the only team from Somerset to have got into the top four uh, leagues, leagues ever because yeah. yep. we don't count Bristol it's not proper Somerset it's they not. got their own thing going on so Yeovil's yeah, the only team that's ever done that congratulations they're now not doing that anymore no. they've gone to the I... oh, the Vanarama National Vanna... League yeah Panorama. Yeah, the, the fact that you started with a noise that sounded like iron brew, but I Bru- mean... The iron, yeah. Yes, the Vanarama. I was thinking of that yoga thing. Kundalini, is that yoga? <laughs> Kundalini yoga. Kundalini? Is that yoga or pasta? I don't remember. Either way. Either way, yeah. is a football league club. Yeah. Uh, Do more yoga, less for carbs. Now. They might come back up. Fewer carbs. They might, they might. Do you know their nickname? The Glovers. Why is that? It is because... Um, Yeovil was historically quite uh, a popular area for glove making. Pittards is the famous company that exists there. And did you know, until 1952, all goalkeeper cl- uh, gloves in this country <gasps> were made in... No, I made that up. That oh, thing, but they, but they, are called, so they are called good. the Glovers, and their mascot is called the Jolly Green Giant. And because he makes sweet corn? Because it's... He's, Other brands of sweet corn are available. He does a lot of those. Don't they do a big mascot run? They or a big do. Mascot? Yeah, he's quite often there. Because he's quite big. Because he's quite big. Big stride. Big, big green suit. Can it I wins. tell you a story about Glovers? Please do. It's to do with the club. Donald Glover? No, not no, the club. Oh, right. Danny Glover. No. Julian the, Glover. The club. Lesser, okay. lesser Who's known. Julian Glover? He played uh, General <laughs> Veers in uh, Star Wars Episode Five. Empire oh, Strikes I Back. know him. Oh, There's some May knowledge the 8th, I've got. We don't talk about that anymore. Anyway, now. Yeah. I was once in, and bear with me, <laughs> Beirut. I was with a friend who was a Brentford fan. They were playing Yeovil in, in a playoff to get into yeah. League One. So they're both. Which in is the, is that that's the, the third, third division? That's the third. Yes, the logic right. of football has. And Yeovil just yeah. they just recently got relegated from the fourth to the fifth to the fifth. But as recently as three or four years ago, they were actually in the second. They've been on a on a yo-yo. Is that where they peaked? A that yo- is where they that peaked. Is, I think a that's yo-yo. Where they... Anyway, so we were trying to find a, a a pub that would show a pub a bar that would show the game. <laughs> The third... You change it for the, your yeah. international audience. <laughs> well, they, they don't have pubs in the, Beirut. Pubs no, they in don't Beirut. in Beirut. Sure. So the fourth, the fourth division playoff, we found somewhere and we woke a man up and he put it on and Amazing. he was living. But he found the link, we watched it. By the time we put it on, Paddy Madden had already scored an absolute worldie to give Yeovil the lead. They won 2-1. Right. And from that day on, me and my friend used the term Glover as an insult for anyone we don't like. Oh, oh no. wow. That's horrific. But now, I, now, now I know you're a Yeovil fan. It's changing my mindset, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't 
necessarily describe myself as a Yeovil fan. I, but I would say, gun to my head, if I, you, you know, when we say when you people say we, when, when you you're re- when you're referring when you're referring to a team, yeah. you're like we did this, we did that. Yeah. If I had to have a we team, yeah, it would be Yeovil Town. But you've been a, a ball a ball boy at the club. That's huge. I've never done that for my, any no, of my clubs. I've never done that for anyone. No, that's true. I was also an extra in an episode of Inside Number Nine, but it doesn't make me a successful actor, does it? It's just something that I <laughs> what do. Did do what did you do in that episode? What did you do in episode of um, Inside Number Nine? I, there's an episode, a crossword episode of Inside Number Nine. Yes, there is. And uh, I'm the person who lost in history in that crossword competition. Because I don't. If people haven't seen the episode, you should just watch it. But I'm just in a photograph in a cardigan next to a crossword puzzle with Steve Pemberton. It's quite an integral. Roll. Yeah, I remember it. Um, despite uh, not being named <laughs> or uh, credited like, or appropriately at, paid. I was going to say, if you looked it up on IMDb, is it like one of those things where I mean, it's like, un- you know when you look on IMDb yeah. and it's like the list of people who are in something I'm and not it's there. like uncredited brackets. Mm, I, I'm not even that. I haven't even got the... I, see, I always think that those things are put in by the actor. They tend to be like... <laughs> or the agent. Yeah, or like like American... Like... Can we do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah you can that, manage you can... your own IMDb page. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can get yourself uncredited in so Hello. many things. <laughs> Joel has two pages. Yeah. Yes. Uh, as a as a performer, I have I have two IMDb pages um, because why wouldn't you? Uh, and uh, I did once try and rectify it and get them amalgamated into one, but then I thought, nah, I'll leave it because one of the credits for one of the Joel Samuels that's on IMDb uh, is a credit from before I was born. Right. And then there. and then weirdly, there's like a thirty year gap to a credit with it's actually me. So I think both of them, it's like a child credit. Right. So it's really impressive that I, before I was born, was able to play a child successfully on the bill. Other <laughs> other TV-based crime dramas are available. And then 30 years later, I was still able to play a child on the bill. Anywho. <laughs> you set me up Speaking of a time before Joel was born. Speaking of a time before Joel was born. Why are we here tonight? <laughs> why are we here tonight, Joe? Um, we're watching a football game we match. Are. <laughs> a football game match. Um, a football game match. And, um, there will be no ball boy outfit for you, no costume for you tonight. We'll just be having some food and watching a game. In the nutty. No. Well, we, maybe. <laughs> In our day clothes. If Spurs do very well, I can't vouch for my behaviour, so yeah. It's Tottenham versus Ajax in the Champions League semi-final. Ooh, that sounds important. It is very it significant. Is pretty important. Because speaking of before Joel was born... I've got a quiz for you about the Ooh. last time that Tottenham were in a European Cup semi-final. I'm not going to lie to you, Joe. Uh, you, you might be thinking, well, Joel's going to do well at this. Because <laughs> this is your team. I'm, yes, I'm slightly worried team. that I'm not going to do well Good. at this. And um, as I ruffle my papers, guarantee oh, I papers won't. To shuffle. We will come back to the quiz after this. Everyone's talking about the Okay, here is my Tottenham in a semi-final before tonight quiz. Listeners, forgive me if I sound a bit jaded. I didn't sleep well last night because there was another cracking game, a worldly of a game. Yes, there was. Liverpool 4, Barcelona 0. And I don't know why, I can't explain it, but it affected my sleep pattern. I was so pumped. I think it affected a lot of people emotionally. How did it make you feel, Joe? I actually did watch... The last four minutes of that game, by accident, I walked into a sports bar, which I didn't realise was a sports bar. But I did watch it, 
and it was uh, emotional. Good. It was Singing. emotional. Everybody was very loud, mm. um, which is uh, usually a good sign. I thought the the moment with world. all of them with their arms over each other's shoulders, standing in the penalty area, staring up at the cop as they sang "You'll Never Walk Alone." You'd have to be hard. You'd have to either be very Mancunian, or like a bit like hard pushed to not feel or something. I hate Hammerstein. Hammerstein. Rogers and Hammerstein. Wow, you've. <laughs> Did they write that song? Yeah. It's from Carousel. Because I was in a production of Carousel when I was 14. I played Enoch Snow Jr. Did you wear tights? Um, I did. Yeah. And my, my dad was also in that. And um, my mum was watching it and she remarked that somebody in front of her, when we sang You'll Never Walk Alone, the lady in front of her went, oh, it's nice they've put something modern in, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's great. Yeah. The West Country. The West Country. I watched the game yeah. cross-legged on my rug eating... Month-old Easter egg, like a child, having the time of my life. I went to bed, uh, and my partner was on Instagram, and she was like, look at this. And someone, like an influencer on Instagram, was had posted a video of her boyfriend crying with emotion and laughing at him. And I was, I was like, this is the problem. With... Yeah, don't laugh at men showing emotion. Exactly. Like, let's, we can exactly. talk about how that emotion and he, he could be better he was expressed, like... but don't... Don't say no to crying. Yeah, I agree. And he was so upset. He was like, please stop filming me. And she was like, no, this is gold. (laughs) Influence. Instagram, everyone. (laughs) On with the quiz. Okay. Question. Oh, and there is a prize. The winner of this quiz gets to choose what we have for dinner this evening. Here we go. Question one. Oh, my God. When was the first and last time Spurs played in the European Cup semi-final? And versus who? Now, I'm going to give you multiple choice of three. It would work really well if you didn't pick the same answers. Okay, sure. well, Joe can pick first every this, time. Now, is this a thing that happens every four years, every two years, or every year? Every year. Thank you. Since 1950-something or 60-something. Right, because I was going to trick it, because if you said, like, 53, because a lot of them happen on the even no, numbers of years. that's only the uh, internationals. Football, the world. Joseph, it's multiple Sorry. choice. Go. <laughs> a, 1981 versus Andelect. B, 1968 versus Dinamo Kiev, or C, 1962 versus Benfica? You're going first. I'm going to go with Benfica, which was 1982. 1962. 62. Right, well, annoyingly, I know that's right, but you've told me I can't (laughs) say the same thing. Do you know what? You can go for it. No, I'm not going to. No, no, it's fine. No. There's enough questions to cover it. I will also say C. You're both correct. One point each. I know nothing about football, but I'm very good at a quiz. Let's go. Next question. (laughs) Who was the captain that day? Fine. Great question. Don't worry about it. A. John White. B. Danny Blanchflower. Or C. Dave Mackay slash McKay. Oh, I'm torn between my favourite name and my gut instinct. I'm going to go with A. John White. John White. Joel B, Danny Blanchflower. Was... It's 2 1 to Joel. Oh, because that was my favourite name, and then I went. It... I've slightly already given up on letting Joe win. <laughs> Blanchflower. Always, always. This is go the final the question. Name. This this could be the decider if Joe yeah. draws and then you share the choosing of dinner. Two points for the win for this question. Yeah, good idea. Okay. John White <laughs> died two years later, tragically and surprisingly, but how? A. Fell off a ferry. B. Struck by lightning. C. Struck by a stray football in training. I do not know the answer to this question, Joe. Good luck. Okay, so we were talking about 1962. So 64 he died. Was there a lot of lightning in 1964? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with... He fell off a ferry. 
Joel? Struck by a ball in training. You're both wrong. Joel wins. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, winning by Was default. it lightning? It was struck did by lightning. I talk myself out of it? Yeah, you did. By <sighs> you also talked yourself out of Blanche Flower. I know. Yeah. Sometimes you can be too intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> but it is interesting that your brother... <laughs> your for life. <laughs> your brother was also struck by a stray football. <laughs> he was. Yeah, I chose these before true. I knew that. It's come back full circle. Oh. Speaking of coming back full circle, 1962. 1962 was the last time that my football team were this close to the highest prize in all of European football. Wow, that's a long time. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, I surprisingly was not around in 1962 to, to witness that. I went to the first leg. Are you aware of the how legs work? Um, <laughs> Mike, not Michael yes, Caine's legs. In, in, uh, in, <laughs> within football tournament-y... Jam, yes. I was going to say jousting. jousting. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I watched, jousting. Jousting. We watched A Knight's Tale the other day. It's... Um, in, yes, legs. You have, a, you have one leg yep. and then uh, another one... Correct. No, the answer is no, not really. Well, that's it. That's it. So in this, there's a reason why they call them legs. Yes. So there's two have, of them. There's two uh-huh. of them. So you have nice. the first one in one team's home ground. Oh yeah, and then, then they you do have the other one in another team's home ground. So I went to the first leg. Uh, Ajax won one nil. Uh, so Spurs, you went to Ajax, or you went? No, to, I went the to first Tottenham. One was at, Tottenham. So Tottenham. tonight is in Ajax. That's close. Uh, uh, so one nil. So Ajax have got the advantage. So Spurs are going to have to beat Ajax tonight, uh, either by scoring more. Uh, just by winning outright. Yeah, because there's more points if you score away yes. than it is if you score so, at home. So, the, the, the permutations mean that if Spurs won 2-1 this evening, even though it would be 2 all in aggregate, Spurs would go through. On the away, on the away goals, goals rule. Ah, right. Because okay. away goals are given extra weighting. But, if it's 1-0 to Tottenham, equaling yes. the away goal from the first leg... It, it goes, goes to, to extra, extra time, time and then penalties. Don't know what you've got penalties. planned. Don't know what you've Lovely. got planned for the rest of the evening. But if that happens, yeah. still, no, I'll stick you're around. In, you're in for the long haul. I'm going to go on a limb. I don't think the form that either team is in means there will be only one goal in this game. Well, Tottenham have been very bad for about two months. They've been really awful. Uh, they got here by losing uh, in a, one of the best games I've ever watched to Manchester City four three. So Manchester City played whoever. So Manchester Ajax City play, beat. No, Manchester City played Tottenham. Yes. Uh, and in the first leg, Tottenham beat Man City 1-0. And then in the second leg, one of the, like I say, one of the most exciting games of football I've ever seen, uh, Man City beat Spurs 4-3. But Spurs basically lost to get there, is what I was explaining. Yes. Uh, and so now t- uh, tonight will be in Ajax. Uh, and is it, this, is a, this is a clean slate. No, no, we we've, lost the first leg. Oh, wait, game. we've lost. I am keeping up. Yes. I'm just, I'm getting there, I'm doing it slower than you. Right. So That's normal for someone who doesn't like or watch football. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind it exists. Oh, right. Let, okay. you're, let not against, pe- you're not against... No, let other people enjoy it. You're not against the concept of football. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just... Uh, <laughs> He's listened to our can't remember 20-something episodes of The Absolute World of Football, but he must be He's a little a fan. bit in... He's a super fan of The Absolute World of Football podcast. Yeah. I just, yes. I also, I really just need any new re- podcast recommendations, please, because I've... I've got one. I'm listening to you and that's it. Oh, right. The Absolute World Football Podcast. (laughs) I was going to do do a one that doesn't need a shout out, so I'm not going to do it now. To clarify, (laughs) Tottenham lost to Ajax at Tottenham last week. Tottenham lost to Ajax at In the home leg, they lost 1-0. Ajax have an away goal, therefore Tottenham have to score at least one away goal to take this game into extra time. Yeah. Right. Yes, That's good. I'm there. We're, we're, we're all on the same page. Tottenham have been playing very badly. Ajax have got one of the highest rated teams in Europe at the moment. To get to this point, they've beaten some of the biggest n- names in football. Real Madrid, Juventus. They are 
highly rated. They've got some incredibly exciting young players. One of them's already been sold to Barcelona for sixty-three million pounds. So this will be one of his last games if they lose. If they beat Spurs, then his last game will be in the Champions League final, which is an extraordinary feat. Um, so this is a semi-final. Yes. So their their talismanic centre half is a player called Delict, which is yes. funny in every language. Name, though, isn't it? Yeah, Matthias Delict uh, is a good name. He's it's nineteen years name. old and he's captaining. The biggest team in the Netherlands. I think the midfielder that you mentioned and didn't name has a better name. Uh, who was that? Frankie de Jong. Frankie de Jong. It's the fact that his name's Frankie rather Not than Frankie. Not Frankie. 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 And Frank another one of his midfield compatriots is Donny van der Beek. Great name. Oh, yeah. That's don't just going to be exciting. Don't just start to getting. Listen to the commentary there. Yeah, isn't but don't it? start getting like too. You know, if you start cheering for Ajax, I'll, I'll cry. I'm here now supporting Tottenham. Full name in the club? Hotspur. Or Hale, if... I didn't really understand when you were talking about that the other day, because I did listen to that episode. Sadie, Sadie Clark, Sadie, previous guest, yeah. referred to Tottenham Hotspur Football Club as Tottenham Hale Football Club. Oh, that's just because that's what the station's called. Yes, and we rather unkindly didn't correct her. But it yeah. is, and always has been Tottenham Hotspur. Before yes. they were... Well, previously. Tell you what, let's get some wine in me, uh, <laughs> and I will explain to you why they're called Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, and then you can tell the listeners when we come back in half-time. Listeners, you already know what's happened in the first half of Ajax Amsterdam versus Tottenham Hotspur, and I don't know I, whether you know if I'm crying or laughing in real time at the point at the point you're listening to this, but we're about to find out. Are you guys excited? I... I really, really am. It's I'm also hungry. Game in a okay, well, I get to choose the food, and I'm going to say we're going Dutch. Oh, Joe, the scores. The score uh, in the, the first act of this particular iteration <laughs> of football is 2-0 to the team that we're not... We're not supporting them. We, we agree that they're good. We like them in the macro, but right now in this game, not a fan of Ajax. They're winning 2-0. 3-0 overall in aggregate. Which means... Which means we need to score three goals... We- to win, right? Just go straight through. Hey. England. England. England to English football. Listeners, why couldn't you shout into the past and tell me not to watch this game? I'm, oh. I'm oddly optimistic that Tottenham can do a Liverpool. It's not over. They have been stretching Ajax. It's just that they've been defending with wide open gaps. It's More one, one every 15 minutes. That's true. Done. Easy. 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 How long does it take to run a pitch? Not 15 minutes. 30 seconds. There you are. How long does it take to run a pitch? <laughs> Run a pitch. Run, just run that pitch. How long is it going to take you to put that in there? Less than 15 minutes. Three, I'm sorry, 45 minutes. Yep. Get three in. Yep. Get um, more. Joe, you said it was the first act. Now, why did you say that? <laughs> because we were talking a lot about how we've got Tottenham Hotspur, a, a Shakespeare reference character, Harry Hotspur, and then Ajax, if pronounced Ajax, is a character from Troilus and Cressida. And also the referee had yellow socks on, so he looked like Malvolio. Wow. Proper cross garter. Shakespeare triple threat It's almost like your desire to make everything about wearing tights has come full circle. It almost is like that. Um, More importantly, 
And this is more importantly, uh, yes. would you like to hear what Chris Sutton said on BBC Radio? Yes, please. About Amazon. Who's Chris, Chris Sutton? Sutton? Chris Sutton, we've discussed him on the podcast before. He uh, was an ex-Chelsea and Norwich player and Blackburn as well. I say oh. Blackburn, I mean Blackburn. Um, uh, he uh, On BBC Radio 5 Live, he had some interesting insight into Amsterdam. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. What, what did he think, uh, Chris I'm not, Sutton? I'm not going to do an impression because we don't do impressions on this show, so I'm just going to read it as me. But listeners who know what Chris Sutton sounds like, have a little... Imagine. Can't wait to hear it. What's your impression of Chris Sutton? We had some lovely times in the museums on Rural Fox's Stag Do, and it absolutely was well behaved. Amsterdam is a fantastic city with vibrant coffee houses. This stadium has plenty of energy in it and is reflective of the city. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he's lying. I think he's hiding some of what he spent his weekend doing. Who's who's Rural Fox? Rural Fox was a a player who used to play for Norwich City and Newcastle United and Tottenham Hotspur, which is probably what the reference was as to why Chris Sutton was thinking. Chris Sutton's only link between Tottenham and Amsterdam that he could possibly come up with was Rule Fox, who he used to play Oh, so with he's them. not there now, Chris Sutton. He's on the radio talking about it. He's on the radio he's saying an he once went yeah. to Amsterdam. His, his anecdote, Joe, was I once went to Amsterdam. <laughs> I, I didn't do to anything illegal. No, Please. Exactly. You can't avoid it. Do you, I, want, to, no, what, do you I, want to elaborate on that from your Amsterdam types? All I'm going to say <laughs> is that. Oh, it's horrible things. You see some horrible things. What have you seen? It's more... All right, whatever. So, I once went to Amsterdam to visit a friend. Just pause that for a second. <laughs> Joe did a Devil May Care hand swipe of his own fears there. Fine. Whatever. Let's, yeah, let's go for it. So, I once went to Amsterdam to visit a friend of mine who uh, was, and still is, Dutch. And <laughs> on, we were just going over to visit her, and she said, Oh, finally, I have visitors i can go we can go to a, a sex show which is not you don't tend to do the things in your local area do you unless you have guests it's true so she went let's go to a sex I show like i never about, go on the london eye i literally the london eye was what i, was I once use. went on the london eye 26 times in four days but that is a story for another time thank sex you <laughs> jacob schwepp but <laughs> oh this is taking uh, turns <laughs> taking... this is cheering me right up uh, guys so but back to the you. sex show joe no i don't want it i i can't remember thankfully any details all i remember it was very very uncomfortable there was a man who looked like the image of jesus that we've been given for years i.e a white, white. man with long yeah. hair who yeah he was having a miserable time and it honestly took him 25 minutes to even start and it was we were had to just sit and wait and watch it was like bloody watching Tottenham play. Am I right? Oh, I don't know. Am I right? Am I allowed to say that? That's Is fine. That, I'm that, sorry. I mean, we're a traditionally Jewish-based club, but that's fine. That's okay. <laughs> I'm just glad that we've, we, you know, we've equated Amsterdam with sex tourism. Yes, like every other podcast that's ever spoken about Amsterdam. <sighs> Take that, Chris Sutton. Yeah, with your, with your weirdly... Can't say that on Five Live, can you? No, that's what he really wanted to say. <laughs> Instead, he said, he wishes he nothing untoward happened. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can you? Uh, so Memories. we were we were thinking of, we think we were talking about Korean Trippier, and you said it was a great name. I you also it. then mentioned the fact that when you visited Ajax Amsterdam Stadium, which I did when I I think after, was in year ten after the sex show, I'm guessing this was a different time, different occasion. Right. That was no, you had to pay extra if my parents wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so we just went to Ajax Stadium instead, and I tripped up. I just I just tripped myself over on some completely flat carpet. They're very good at carpeting. In in the Netherlands, and interesting, Trippier was holding his groin, so Trippier had a little trip up as well. Tottenham having a big trip up in the first half. 
Well, is know, it all connected? I think there's. I'm connecting the dots. Joe, take us a while to get there, but I think it might be. Joe, what do you? What would you think when I say the word Spursy to you? Um, and bear in mind, listeners, we did brief him on this earlier, so it, let's see how well he does. Spursy is that's when you are you you have the opportunity and potential to do some good football, but you do some bad football. Exactly, and that would be Spursy. Yes, uh, I think I often think we were talking about. Uh, you know, the fact that you don't really like football or haven't liked football and haven't had that kind of overwhelming sense of like... Aah! I just don't think I've ever had that that moment where it grabs you. Well, imagine, I... imagine being grabbed by it, caring a lot to the point of, of, of making a very well thought of uh, podcast about it. Um, and the team that you support have an adjective which describes consistently being disappointed. Yeah. That's okay, listeners, awful. I think at this point, as Joel falls off, seeps into the edges of melodrama, maybe we should go and watch a second What's half. What's the point? Cheer on Spurs. I put quit. so much effort into your relationship. I give up. Joel, are you a Spurs fan girlfriend. or a Spurs supporter? What's the difference? A, a supporter would support their team. And a fanatic regardless. would... Keep doing what you're doing, which is bemoan them even trying. Well, I'm a fanatic. <laughs> Which one lets me be miserable? I'm that one. Yes, exactly. Uh, Well, before we... Let's... Right, you're right. The team are coming out in the second half. Who knows what will happen, listeners? Once again, you do. You know what's happened. And you're probably looking at me now, down your headphones, and going, oh, he doesn't know how wonderful it's going to be when Spurs win 5-2. It's one goal every 15 minutes, guys. Just pull it up. Come on. Pull it... Pull it up. Is that a phrase? I don't think so. Pull your socks up, Malvolio. And also, what what did we have for dinner, guys? Oh, Ferretta pizza. It was yummy. It wasn't Dutch. That's uh, Pizza Hut's uh, uh, chat bot going off there, annoyed that we had Ferretta. (laughs) So everyone's everyone's annoyed now. Right, listeners, we'll see you in a bit. We're back. Joel? Don't say anything. You can't just just sort of pull yourself together <laughs> a bit. Joe, I'm going to talk to you. Please do. What was the, second, uh, yeah. what was the final score? Um, the fi- oh, fu- I can't remember. The final score, it ended... We we won. We, the new... Joel's the new we. me. The we me. We, we're, all, we're all Spurs now, right now. We won. What was the score? Three all was the final aggregate score. That's right. But we got the away goals. That's right. But we won this particular game. Three, one... 3-2. 3-2. I don't know. I got so overexcited. So let's rewind. Let's rewind to half time. Joe Joel was getting a bit upset yeah, saying he was. he was getting a bit vitriolic. They, 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 this is this is called Spursy. We get close but we don't yeah. get close enough. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. said, come on, Joel. I said a goal every three... fifteen minutes. Yeah. Which they <laughs> oh, they like they, they 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 took that out of they, they they stretched that out, didn't they, to to fifty-one minutes. But <laughs> They got two within the first 10 minutes, at which point I was sat there on the sofa looking really, really smug because we needed one every 15. That's what I said. Yeah. And then the nothing for ages. And then, 90, was it 96th When it went minute? into uh, extra time, five, extra uh, five time. minutes of injury time, I said to you, we'll take those five. We'll, we'll, that will still count in your theory of one every 15. Yeah. And then in we'll 96 allow it. minutes... Because it's only co- well, it's covering for time that was lost in within the forty five minutes that I allowed. Absolutely. So it still counts as within that forty five. And then in the ninety six, was it ninety? Oh my god! 
I right, okay. Let me. I'm going to be completely honest with with both of you. I started listening to this podcast because I went on holiday with Amy Fleming, a previous guest of your podcast. And the first episode I listened to was Gaelic or Nalik, and I thought this is very fun. This is something that I, somebody who doesn't like football, can listen to and really enjoy. I like the history and the politics of the football culture. And uh, and then when you got Sadie on, I was like, well, they'll, they'll have anybody as a guest, won't they? <laughs> so, I, so I said, can I come and be a guest? But I thought, all I'm going to do is sit here and do what I always do with all of my life, which is be cynical and facetious. And then I watched some football. And I genuinely, I got, I was so invested. And I was on the edge of my seat that entire, particularly the second half, like the whole game, but particularly the second half. And then, oh my God, the last like six minutes, I'm here. You, I don't, you never set out to be an evangelical podcast, guys, but you've somehow you've done it because me, I'm not, I'm not a football person, but you've somehow made me love football. If that's what it can be like. Fuck me, like I feel like I need I'm to on the verge of my tears. life. I I, so like, do I. Hi, I'm here. He's oh. back. So, Joel, who scored oh, the goals? Knows. Um, Lucas Moura scored a hat-trick. Lucas Moura scored a second-half hat-trick in the Champions League semi-final. <laughs> I've got a great photo which we will post on social of Joel, uh. and I will never forget it. So, I go on about football being tribalistic and uh, uh, this feeling of feeling like you maybe you're in the wrong tribe because you like football, because you're a good person, and a lot of people who like football are bad people, and the the language and the money. And, and that's the... a lot of the fears, I think, of somebody like me who hasn't ever got into football. Yeah. A lot of when you look at it from the outside, that is a lot of what you see. And that is what actually, to be honest with you, puts you off. Because it's also only a game and it's meaningless and pointless and nothing. And yet, I, I haven't felt like this about anything in my actual life because I've never experienced it. That sensation when we scored, I can't tell you. My heart felt like it was about to explode. I can tell you what happened when the third goal went in. I screamed like a banshee. Joe blinked and said, I can't believe it, I can't believe it. (laughs) Joel hit the floor in a sort of, not like a, what's the opposite of supine? What's when you're flat Uh, out? No, that is supine. Yeah, he was supine. His hood was over his head. He, his face was into his wooden floorboards as if he was saying, swallow me up. I'm done. I, I have nothing else to offer. It's, it's, I, it is, the closest I can come, I suppose, to relating to what I just witnessed you two go through watching football is, I, I don't know, maybe how I watch Game of Thrones or some, <laughs> how people watch Game of Thrones. Like, when you're, when you're really, really invested in something, every little move matters and stuff can come out of the blue and knock you for six and change the storyline of what's happening. And that's effectively what we watched and experienced in the second half particularly and in those closing like minutes of this football I suddenly was like come on football and Joe will tell you we were, I wasn't oh. a good person during. It's not like there are good people and bad people. Like then it's it's extreme opposites, and that makes me a good. But I was calling for yellow cards. I was left, ca- right, and center. swearing at Spurs players for not for letting the team down. I quite was... often giving commentary that then the commentators gave themselves, which was quite fun. I enjoyed that a couple of times. The praying, you'd I say something, fun. and then they yeah. would. Oh, I'm in god, the wrong job. That. You are. Oh god, I haven't cried about football for a very long time. Joe, how do you feel now? Three words. Uh, empty. Exhausted, exhilarated. You spoke to your father. What did he say? 
the football team that I support got to the Cup Winners' Cup in 1984. <laughs> Essentially, I heard this on the speakerphone. Nice. Joel's so dad sweet. basically said, welcome to the club, son. <laughs> Even though that wasn't the same calibre of Europe. We'll, we'll, we'll he still doesn't that. listen to the podcast, so we can say what we want. Uh, we spoke to my dad on speakerphone, who's a, a, a lifelong Spurs fan. Spurs fan. Yeah. He, he sounded happy. He said that he upset the dog and woke up my mum. What a night. <laughs> Upset the dog. Actually, our neighbours are going to complain because I was. Uh, we're recording this in my in my front room, listeners, like the professional podcasters that we are, and I'm pretty certain the neighbours are going to be a bit like, what the hell was going on? Do you know what, mate? Tonight, fuck them. <laughs> no, and I don't, I don't... I live in Streatham, the other side of London. I don't bother me what your neighbours think of you. But uh, it was... Uh, football, hey? Oh, right. Oh god, yeah. Okay, listeners. Joe, the semi final, uh, the the actual Champions League final yes. between uh, unbelievable comeback Kings Liverpool versus incredulously unbelievable comeback Spurs. We, both first the- of June two thousand nineteen. Who's gonna win? Oh, yep. now hey, I as somebody who's never liked football, I've had two dalliances with supporting a team in my life. The first was Liverpool when I was, I suppose, sort of eight or nine. And the second one I was at uni, and because I think of Gareth Bale, was uh, uh, Tottenham Hotspur. So actually, as somebody who doesn't like football, <laughs> those are the only two teams I've ever loosely... So uh, what you're basically support. saying is... What I'm saying is... You hope Yeovil Town win. I, yo, hey, Yeovil Town, next time. Next time. <laughs> They'll have their It time. will happen. They've, hey, they got number 36 in the charts once. Yeovil True. Listen to it. If you haven't, do yourselves a favour. Oh, no, I've both listened to it. It's a banger. It's amazing. Um, featuring the Wurzels, I Hang on, say. when was it number 36 in it the was, charts? Uh, good question. 2004, I believe. Maybe the Somerset charts. Uh, <laughs> I No, the... You're to the top. It was number one in the Somerset charts, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, no, tragically, it was number eight in the Somerset charts. <laughs> Featuring Chaz and Dave. Feature, no, the Wurzels. Oh, sorry, Chaz and Dave are not from um, Chaz and Dave. Very much my my people. I honestly, after tonight, Spurs. I'm going to push you for a specific um, prediction, Kingmaker, Liverpool okay. and Spurs fan. Tottenham, uh, two. Liverpool, one. Joel? Oh, they're going to beat us, aren't they? I'm not we. They're going to beat... Sp- Score? Tottenham? Fuck it. We're going to win 3-1. I'm going to go Harry Kane hat-trick. Tottenham 3, Liverpool 3. Listeners, I've got to call this, I'm afraid. We could do this oh. for another 10 minutes, but I'm going to have to stop this podcast here before I burst into tears and record it for posterity's sake. Joe Cullen. Yes. It has been an absolute honour... A privilege. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. And, and we had a lovely chat during it. the game about how oh, what, what you get, chat. you know, how you think the the, the podcast is is excess music to our ears, accessible to non-football fans. You can come. Yeah, back. I have said that, and I I do think a lot of the issues you cover are very important. You can come Invite back anytime. Back. I'll you be are, back. You could be here. By my count, there's a couple of people that have been on twice, so it seems fair. Yeah. But I'll be back if I'm allowed. Thanks for coming. Thanks Joel's gone me. Joel is gone he's in tears we'll he's see you weeping. next time thank you so much for listening to the Absolute Worldy Football Podcast goodbye we are Yeovil Town ooh or that was the Absolute Worldy Football Podcast by Kyle Ross and Joel Samuels with theme music by Adam Janot Wazowski and Amar Chada Patel Absolute Worldy is dedicated to the memory of Liam Seeger who designed our beautiful logo Please do remember to like, share, subscribe, give us a rating, and follow us at Worldy Podcast. Goodbye. What the fuck are we going to eat? Pancakes. Stroopwafel. Okay, boy.